0: Today on Locked on Kings, Keegan Murray's head coach at Iowa, Fran McCaffrey, is back with me on the Locked on Kings podcast. Give us more information about what the Sacramento Kings now have in Murray. Also has some strong words for those who think that Keegan has a low ceiling in the NBA. It's all right here on Locked on Kings.
1: You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On King.
0: Hello and welcome into Locked on Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and of course all off season. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I'm a sports reporter uh, and producer at ABC 10 News in Sacramento and I'm reading the comments. I'm seeing the fallout kind of 50-50 split. I would honestly say actually more 60-40 split. 60% of people that I'm interacting with not happy by the Keegan Murray selection and a lot of you are doing a phenomenal job putting your points out there, sharing your concerns and criticisms for the pick in a professional and in a what I think very well said or in many cases well written manner. There are unfortunately others of you who are lashing out, expressing your frustration in a way that kind of gets personal, a little below the belt. And I mean, whatever floats your boat. I guess if that's how you need to release that negativity, I don't understand how anybody really can look at last night as a supremely negative night for the Sacramento Kings. You can disagree with the pick, uh, and that's fine. But regardless of if you like me and my takes or you don't like me and my takes, if you like the pick, don't like the pick. I always appreciate the conversation. I always appreciate the feedback. It's been a great month here on locked on kings the build up to the draft last night was a great night for me uh getting to cover the draft was a great night for locked on kings and i think a great night for the sacramento kings but hey we can all agree to disagree there thank you to all of those two who do agree with me who do like the pick uh who have reached out and to everybody whether you're on the the agreement or disagreement side for the support of the locked on kings podcast over the last month for the conversation here on locked on kings over the last month i really do appreciate it and i'm trying to reward you as best as i can by I continue to get the best guests I possibly can here to talk a little bit more about this Keegan Murray hire. And one of the things I promised you was that after the Kings made a decision, even if I like the decision is eventually we are going to start to meticulously pick apart every decision that Monty McNair makes. We're going to dive deep into Keegan Murray's pros and Keegan Murray's cons. We're going to dive deep into why he could be great for the Sacramento Kings, things that he needs to work on, things that the Sacramento Kings need to get right, and significantly, the the amount of work that they still have to do this offseason. All of that is still coming for you, but today I thought it was a great idea To have Keegan Murray's head coach, Fran McCaffrey at Iowa, back with me on Locked on Kings. He joined me a few weeks ago, and we, of course, were talking about the possibility of the Kings drafting Keegan. Now that he's back, uh, Coach McCaffrey and I go into a little more detail about what Keegan is bringing to the Sacramento Kings. He talks about Keegan's versatility to play different positions, talks about Keegan's work ethic. Also, like I said in the introduction, and you might have seen this because I posted it on social media earlier today, Coach McCaffrey had some very harsh things to say about those who think that Keegan Murray has a low ceiling. You can disagree with him. You can agree with him. I think you should still listen to him. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Iowa head coach Fran McCaffrey right here on Locked on Kings. I spoke with Iowa head coach Fran McCaffrey a couple of weeks ago when it was a possibility that the Sacramento Kings could take Keegan Murray with the fourth overall pick and now the day after the draft it's a reality Keegan Murray is a Sacramento King and coach McCaffrey I imagine even regardless of all the fanfare regardless of where uh, Keegan ended up I imagine you're elated just to see another one of uh, your young men have their NBA dreams accomplished.
1: So true, and I think everybody that plays for you hope one day to see them get their name called because it's really hard to do. Uh, he is, you know, I've, I've coached a number of NBA guys, really good players over the years. He's the highest drafted player, you know, I've ever coached, and uh, you know, if you know him and your fan base and the people in your city will get to know him, you'll see what I mean when I say, you know how enjoyable it is to watch him in particular have this moment. It's the beginning of a long journey, but uh, he worked really hard to get here. He is as genuine a person as you'll ever meet. He'll be a great teammate, and uh, he's as good as there is at both ends of the floor.
0: Coach, can you maybe describe Keegan Murray's game to Sacramento Kings fans who have seen highlight mixtapes over the course of this draft process but don't necessarily know what kind of teammate and player uh, Keegan Murray is?
1: Well, he has a complete skill set, and and that manifests itself at both ends. So on defense, he can guard one through five, uh, slide his feet, contain penetration, block shots, rebound in traffic which triggers the break, so I gave him the freedom to run the floor, be the first post down, run the wing, get the rebound, bring it himself, uh, make a play for himself or for somebody else. He scores from everywhere on the floor, which is obviously a weapon, Uh, so he can drive it right or left. He can post and score off either shoulder. Uh, He's a tremendous three-point shooter. He has a pull-up game. Uh, he is not a mistake maker. So he's not driving into packs of people, spinning and and going for himself. If he's he's jammed up, he'll move it. Uh, Very efficient in that sense. So I think from his teammates' perspective, a fun guy to play with because you can trust him. Uh, And I don't think anybody wants to ever play with somebody who's selfish. But I think the thing that impressed me the most this year you know with Garza gone and he was the focal point of our opponents every game for two years he was the Big Ten player there year two years in a row national player of the year two years ago so this year Keegan Murray was the focal point of our opponent's defense uh, and I think that's what impressed me the most because every time we took the floor. Now we got nine teams in, we had more players drafted than any other conference. We had more teams in the tournament than any other conference. Uh, The atmosphere in our league, because we've led the nation in attendance as a conference for close to 50 straight years. So it's a war on the road and you're going against, you know, Tom Izzo, Mike Woodson, Steve Peichel. I mean, you just keep going. Chris Collins. There's so many great coaches in our league. Jawan Howard. I mean, and they're figuring out, oh, how are we going to stop this guy? You know, we're, we're, we're going to keep him to one side. We're going to trap him every chance we get. We're going to double him in the post. We're going to rotate guys on. We're going to get physical with them. You know, and no matter what anybody tried to do in our league, they couldn't stop him. Right up th- uh, until the, the Big Ten tournament, where he set the, the tournament record for most points ever. And... All of those teams had already coached against him three or four times. And they couldn't figure it out. So that says a lot about his mental toughness. Because, you know, you watch him and he seems like he doesn't play with emotion. Because he's like a Navy SEAL. He's constantly thinking. You know, he's he's, he's, he's figuring out how he's going to get you. He doesn't run his mouth ever. He just concentrates on his task at hand and gets the job done. And, you know, in that sense, I think the epitome of a coach's dream.
0: You're you're speaking about the high basketball IQ that he has, the ability to read defenses, and even on the defensive end, read offenses and, and find success. That's something I heard a lot about Keegan. They say the adjustment to the NBA game, the NBA game's faster, bigger, stronger. There is an acclimation process for all rookies, and, and they typically take some time uh, to figure that out. I expect that to be no different for uh, for Keegan. It's only right. But in terms of his basketball IQ and his overall skill set, how well do you expect that to translate to the nba game and maybe an important question from the king's perspective is almost how quickly do you think he'll be able to pick and adapt uh, pick that up and adapt to it?
1: it it'll happen quicker than most for this reason he will not get caught in the trappings of what it's like to be an nba star uh he he just won't he will be phenomenally professional the only way that you can make that transition smooth, smoothly, is okay. We we have a you know a scouting report for tomorrow. Then we have another one for the next. Like we got to flush one, get get into another one. I have to learn a more sophisticated system, uh, maybe than ever because they play so many games and the scouting is so sophisticated. You know they're constantly changing and. You're changing things on the fly. You're putting more plays in Wednesday than you're putting more plays in on Thursday. Uh, And, and, you know, one night you're, you're guarding LeBron James. And by the way, you have to guard Westbrook at the same time on a switch. You know, so you're right. It's a longer season. It's a longer game. It's the best players in the world. It's the most sophisticated coaching in the world. So that's a lot coming at you. I don't care who you are the best chance you have to be successful in that environment is if you are incredibly professional about your craft. And that's what he is. You know, he will be locked in, you know, I mean, night before a game, he, he's not going out. He's just not, he's going to be in bed taking care of his body, getting ready to figure out. Okay. We got the Lakers on Wednesday. We got the Suns on Thursday and the Mavs on Saturday. That's a handful. But the only way you do that is if you don't get caught up in yourself and you, you maintain your professionalism and remain committed to your teammates, your coach, and your organization.
0: The reaction, and I'll be honest with you, Coach, the, the reaction when when Keegan was taken was a bit mixed. A lot of people like myself very excited about the prospect of Keegan Murray. And even those who weren't necessarily happy with the pick, it was less about Keegan, more about maybe an ideal uh fit being Jaden Ivy, or or maybe more star potential being Jaden Ivy. And that all led to a debate and a conversation that I've had here on Locked on Kings for the last month, which is the fit and best player available versus highest ceiling. I think, and Monty McNair, King's general manager, made it very clear that he and his front office unanimously believed that, one, Keegan Murray was the right guy for the Kings, and two, he was the best player available at that four slot. But a lot of people, a lot of Kings fans, were disappointed that the Sacramento Kings didn't try and take a swing for a high upside guy like a Jaden Ivey. Monty was asked about this labeled low ceiling that Keegan Murray has, and he kind of laughed it off saying he thought it was funny and a bit ridiculous based off of the season that Keegan had uh, last year for you guys at Iowa. What do you think about that low ceiling label for a guy like Keegan Murray who went just fourth here in the NBA draft in a very impressive class?
1: Well, you know, I think in all honesty, and I'm not trying to be arrogant about this, but anybody that would bring that up is not worth listening to because they clearly don't know anything about the game. Uh, it's it's as idiotic a statement as I, I, I've ever heard. Uh, and clearly you're making a statement about somebody that you have no idea who you're talking about. Because if you do your homework, you would know that that's not the case. Now, I'm not going to get into a debate, you know, Keegan versus Jaden Ivey. I'm a big Jaden Ivey fan. I think he's tremendous. I coached against him for two years, uh, you know, uh, I know his mother well. We we were at Notre Dame together. I was an assistant coach. She was playing. Then she was coaching. I think the world of him. Uh, I do think positionally, Keegan's a better fit for the for the talent that the Kings have. But uh, I I think when you look at Keegan's skill set, I mean he's a guy. You know he he could make. He, he, he could easily shoot 42% from a three-point range and average 10 rebounds and average 20 points. That's hard to do in that league. Uh, but, you know, what are you paying him for? Uh, well, he plays both ends. He doesn't make mistakes. He makes plays for his teammates. He fits with with his teammates. And he consistently performs. I think the hardest thing for any general manager is to try to predict just how consistently will this guy be able to perform for 82 games. That is so incredibly hard to do. But I can promise you Keegan Murray will consistently perform for over a hundred games because they're going to want to be in the playoffs for more than one round. So, you know, Sacramento fans can sleep nights. Uh and whoever made that comment should not be allowed on the air anymore. Whoever that person was. Don't interview them again.
0: <laughs> there were there You're were getting no of, insight. <laughs> there were a number of them over yeah. the course of the draft process, but uh, that's kind of the chaos of the draft every year. And I guess you know, there's
1: always the draft Knicks out there. I mean it happens in the NFL draft. Everybody wants to think that they're a general manager and people have fun with it. But uh the one thing that I will not do in this process is talk about guys that I don't know, mm. you know, I, like, I didn't see Jabari Smith very much. We don't play in the sec. I didn't watch their team. I don't have a feel for him. Why, why would I, you know, disparage him in any way, mm. my guy's better now. I will say, and I did say, cause I was interviewed on NBA radio. They said the first three pictures set. You know, we're pretty much talking four, five, six. I said, well, I have to tell you, I'm not convinced that any of those three are better than Keegan. And I, and I said, I'm a big manchero guy. I mean, I, I think he's tremendous. Now him, I, he I saw a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I recruited Chet Holmgren. So I watched Chet Holmgren as a freshman in high school, talked to him on the phone a number of times. He's he, he's phenomenal. I love that guy, but I'm not going to sit here and say. And I'm being honest, and I'm supposed to say this because it's my guy, like, (laughs) I would take those two guys ahead of Keegan. That would have been a really hard, a hard one for me. Mm. Banchero, Keegan Murray. I I don't know. I don't know. Chet Holmgren, Keegan. Keegan's ahead of him right now. You know, obviously, Chet, you know, I think is on his way to also being a superstar. Uh, Same thing with Smith, from what I understand, but like... I'm certainly not going to sit here on your show and break his game down when, when I haven't watched him very much. Mm. You know, but people do that. People want to talk about it, you know, and they've never seen guys play or, or, or studied their team
0: quick pause here as I tell you about one of our sponsors of the Locked On Kings podcast and I'm very excited about this one, Arcade 1UP, boom shakalaka we have big news, the one the only NBA Jam is back Arcade 1UP, the leader in at home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, they've made it even bigger, introducing the new Shaq edition machine, people are obsessed with NBA Jam, I know I am, they're thrilled to tell listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. You can jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitalized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, and no quarters needed to play. You compete with your friends and family through their all new Wi Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre order now from arcade1up.com. That's arcade, the number one, up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade 1up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat and many others starting at just $399. Check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition to a Locked On listener, hopefully a Locked On Kings listener. You can enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade1up.com locked on. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got until July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shack Edition. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? Can you provide a little bit of insight on Keegan's versatility? I, I think most see him as a four. The Sacramento Kings have a drastic need for a four that fits next to Sabonis, who we believe is going to predominantly be a five next season. But there also are possibilities that Keegan being more of a wing than he is a big, at least in my mind, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, him getting opportunity at the three, maybe if the Kings play small lineups, him getting opportunity at the five at times. What do you? Can you speak a little bit to Keegan's versatility and you think his ability to Adapt positionally to lineup needs.
1: I, I I think the Kings organization saw exactly what you just said. Boy, with this guy, you know, we can go small ball and play him at the five. We can play him at the three and go bigger. He fits with Harrison Barnes and Sabonis at the four. Uh, now, as soon as you say, okay, he's going to play the four spot in the NBA because there's some 260 pound fours. In that league, there's fewer and fewer of them. Keegan Murray is a traffic rebounder. He's a phenomenal offensive rebounder. That's why his rebounding numbers are up. Uh, he can post you. You can run post-up action for him. And there's not a lot of post-up action anymore in the NBA, but there's some. But he can post. And he absolutely destroys anybody smaller than him. All right? So if team really wants to play four guards and put a six six guy, like, it's over. Okay, and they're just you're you're, you're given the Kings two points, so I think that versatility, that flexibility, is so exciting for a coach because not only can he play those positions, he's really smart. A lot of people say, "Well, he can play all multiple positions." The problem with that statement is not a lot. Not everybody can remember hmm. where to go on all those pos- all, all, all those different plays. Because remember, you got press attacks, you got side out of bounds plays, you got out of bounds plays under the basket, you have counters, and you're making changes two or three times a week. And by the way, okay, now you're in the five, now you're in the three, now you're at the four spot, and that might happen in the span of one quarter. He might play three possessions, uh, three positions. So it's really going to be important that that guy be really smart and cerebral. I mean, Keegan Murray, I mean, is is obviously incredibly talented, but He's academic All-Big Ten. He's really bright. Uh, and, and, And most importantly, as I pointed out, his professionalism will enable him to be that guy who knows all the spots, remembers all the spots, but most importantly, executes at all those different positions
0: we also got the opportunity this week to speak with head coach new Kings head coach Mike Brown for the first time and he said a couple of things that were really really interesting uh, one of the things that he said was he's here to win right now this isn't the idea of the Kings trying to execute any kind of rebuild this is a hey we're here to win right away and uh, and and Brown also talked about how he believes that every organization has a soul or needs a soul and the culture in Sacramento he was very blunt about the culture in Sacramento has not been correct over 16 years of losing and what was funny was when we spoke to Keegan Murray very briefly in his pre-draft virtual media availability, he brought up culture as well. Not as much as Mike Brown did, but he mentioned like he's excited to be a part of changing the culture, be a part of the new Sacramento Kings culture. What kind of effect for for a team that's looking to with relatively the same core of personnel players for a team that's looking to buy in more, get a culture of more togetherness, better defense, winning culture. How do you think? How much do you think a rookie in Keegan Murray can impact that just by setting the example and the things that he does on and off the floor?
1: Well, I'll start with this. You know, if I'm a Sacramento Kings fan, I really appreciate Coach Brown and what he said. Mm -hmm. Uh, See, to me, in 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 the NBA, your job description is to win and win now. I've never. I've never coached in the NBA, but I've never gone into that. We're going to tank for five years, and hopefully we can acquire assets, and then maybe five years later we have a decent team. In the meantime, a decade's gone by, and you've cheated your fans. So I am anti-tanking, anti-we're going to rebuild over the next five years. That's too long. Uh, he's coming in to win. He, he is a winner. Uh, we know that. He's got a ring. So he's also a guy that's been around the block. So he knows how to build it specifically as it relates to Keegan. He is mature and professional. So what he'll do is he'll consistently perform as part of coach Brown's culture day in and day out. It's how do you live your life? Now you you can't come to practice and work hard for two hours and then run around in every nightclub in town, every city you go into, and expect to be good and expect to have a winning culture. Uh, That's not where Keegan's going to be. He's going to be in the gym. He's going to be in the practice gym. He's going to be working out with the coaches. He'll be watching film with the coaches. He'll be studying the scouting report. He'll take care of his body. And he'll figure out his teammates. Okay? In a way that He's appreciated. They're going to appreciate him. They're going to appreciate his approach. But he's also going to set the, set the example. And they say, well, you know, rook, rookies don't usually set the example, right? I mean, that's somebody else's responsibility. But everybody has to do it. You know, especially, you know, because you're looking at Keegan and saying, okay, he could be that fifth starter. It's probably where he's going to go. Well, then, then act like an NBA starter conduct yourself every day as a winner. He's always won. He's he's just a winning person. And you just don't show up and win. You prepare to win. You work to win. And you get better. Hmm. And and that's what will happen with him. He'll be smart. There's there's some guys on that team that have been around a little bit. Hmm. He'll pick their brain. And he'll learn. And he'll listen. Coach Brown I mean this guy has been successful in this league for a long time. I mean those two will connect. I promise you. And 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 Mike will love I mean, he will love Keegan Murray and Keegan Murray will 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 give everything he has to do exactly what coach Brown wants him to do.
0: This episode of Locked On Kings is also brought to you by Bet Online. And hey, maybe you made some money last night predicting who the Sacramento Kings were going to pick. Maybe you made a good amount of money before the odds changed with Paolo Bancaro being selected number one overall to the Orlando Magic. Whoever picked Jabari Smith Jr. going three, if you bet on that you probably made some really good money as well. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the Stanley Cup playoffs going on right now, Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, Esports and scores. You can even bet right now on where Kyrie Irving is going to end up. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, and that includes MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Coach, did you have a chance to speak to Keegan last night or in the last couple of days leading up to the draft?
1: We, we were, I was being respectful. Okay. So we've been texting back and forth and it's funny. I was texting with Chris yesterday and he said, man, it's been Today was crazy coach, you know, cause they take you everywhere. There's all this stuff going on and like, yeah. what kind of suit are you going to wear? And, you know, I, I wanted him to just enjoy the, I just said, enjoy the moment. I'm so proud of you. I love you. Uh, I'm thrilled for you. Uh, you know, knowing him, you know, I think for all of us, I mean, this is the coolest thing that ever. I'm in the green room on the NBA draft, and I'm going in the top five. I, My guess is he wanted that day over with. Hmm. Like, you know, like, okay, I get it. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to do the necessary press conferences and wherever we got it. But let's let's get to work. You know, let's get to the next step. Let, let's get the contract signed, and let's get this team to the playoffs, and let me figure out how – I can improve myself and how that will improve this team. I mean, that's just kind of the person he is. So, yeah, we, we've been texting back and forth, you know, obviously with Keegan and his brother, Chris, and his dad, Kenyon.
0: Finally, Coach, last thing I have for you, and you've been so generous with your time over the last couple of uh, appearances here on Locked on Kings, and I hope certainly it's not the last. Uh, I, I just got to know, I, I don't expect a full-on integration into Kings fandom, but I imagine you're going to be paying a little more attention to Sacramento Kings basketball next season and in the seasons to come, because Monty McNair said it last night. He believes Keegan Murray. One of the reasons why they picked Keegan was that they believe that Keegan is going to be a Sacramento King and be a part of this organization for a very long time to come. So I imagine as long as Keegan Murray is in Sacramento, Fran McCaffrey will be paying attention.
1: Well, forget about me, Matt. The entire state of Iowa yes, are, are Kings fans. <laughs> so th- This is I don't know if you say, Sacramento East, Sacramento Midwest, whatever. <laughs> but but uh, our fans they'll be following every possession because he's one of our own. You know he's born and raised in Cedar Rapids, and 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 our fans are so thrilled for him. And you know I, you know he'll I don't know if if they plan on uh, having him play in the summer league or not. Uh, I plan on going out there to watch he and, you know, Joe Wieskamp, Luca Garza, our guys, but Mm. I want to be out there with Keegan and talk, talk to him and stuff like that. Uh, So hopefully he's out there learning and being around the guys. Uh, And hopefully I'll get to a game. You know, it's hard as you can imagine, but, uh, I love to go see my guys play. We had Joe Wieskamp in the gym the other day. So it's so much fun when you have your guys living out their dream, but, uh, I think Monte's right. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna love him. The fans are gonna love him. The organization did their homework. They know exactly what they're getting, and they're getting something special.
0: Well, Coach, thank you so much for your time here, and thank you for what you and your program did to prepare Keegan to get to this point. I know a lot of Kings fans are very excited, even the ones that are maybe not uh, that wasn't their pick. This the loyalty of this fan base, they always tend to rally around their guys as soon as they're selected. So I agree with you. I think there's going to be a, a, a lot to like here in Sacramento about Keegan Murray. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Hope the, Hopefully we can do it
1: again. Uh, and it's been
0: an absolute pleasure.
1: Be happy to. Look forward to it, Matt. Take care. It
0: really is a privilege and a pleasure having Coach McCaffrey here on Locked on Kings. I hope you appreciated that. I know you're going to probably want to respond to some of the things that he said. Remember, Keegan is his guy. So he's not going to say a bad thing about Keegan, but I also get the sense that coach McCaffrey genuinely, genuinely believes that Keegan Murray can be as successful in the NBA as he suggested. I don't necessarily know if Keegan Murray is going to be a 20 points per game uh, scorer like McCaffrey suggested he could be, but. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he can reach that. I think that's probably his absolute peak. I'm hoping he can become an all-star. I don't necessarily know if I'd put money on it. Regardless, I'm very happy with the pick. I was very happy to have Coach McCaffrey here on. If you want to respond to anything we talked about, please do so. At Matt George Sack on Twitter. Email me, Sports at gmail.com or leave your thoughts in the YouTube comment section down below. Before we go, I wanted to talk about two things that I didn't talk about. On my post-draft edition of Locked On Kings, really it was the post Keegan Murray selection edition of Locked On King because it was before the Kings made their second-round moves. A Couple things that I want to uh, want to discuss here. First and foremost, I reported on Locked On Kings, uh, or rather, excuse me, I, I reported on my Twitter account at Matt George Sack while the draft was still going on that the Sacramento Kings were trying to move back into the first round. They were interested in moving back into the first round because they were interested in one player in particular. Unfortunately, that player ended up being taken 20th by the San Antonio Spurs. That was Malachi Branham out of Ohio state, the Sacramento Kings. I was told from my sources were very, very interested in acquiring him, tried to move back into the first round to get him ultimately couldn't get a deal done. And he became a San Antonio spur. In addition to that, the Kings, decided to trade away both of their second round picks. One was done before the draft uh, to get a, a European player named Sasha Vezinkov. I think is how you pronounce uh, his last name. And Monty McNair spoke a little bit about Sasha talked about his size, his ability to shoot his ability to play, make uh, and he wouldn't commit to the idea that Sasha was going to come over and join the Sacramento Kings, leave Europe and, and and join the Kings. Uh, Although I, have a hard time believing that the Kings would acquire Vezinkov without the belief that they'll be able to bring him over. So we'll have to wait and see with that. I didn't like the Kings trading pick 37 for two future second rounders. I have a hard time believing that there wasn't a guy there in the second round that the Kings couldn't have liked or used or brought in. That was the move that I disliked the most out of Kings draft night. But I saw some people kind of losing their minds over that. I don't think it's worth losing your mind over, but I didn't necessarily like that move. However, the Kings clearly found a guy that they like and they were able to get him and sign him to a two-way contract as he went undrafted. That's Keon Ellis out of uh, Alabama. Don't know too much about the young man. No, he's kind of a three and D uh, wing, which the Kings are desperately looking for, could always use more of. Again, he's signing a two-way contract. He went undrafted, so it's not like he's going to come in and play major minutes for the Sacramento Kings, but we should get a good look at him in the California Classic and in Summer League. And I'm hoping to get someone who covers Alabama basketball to join me here on Locked on Kings in the very near future to tell us a little bit more about Keon Ellis. So uh, we'll have to wait and see with that. But I really appreciate you listening to today's episode of Locked on Kings. I appreciate, again, if you disagree with the pick disagree with me agree with me and agree with the pick whatever it is this is a great place for conversation hopefully we can keep it friendly hopefully we can keep it cordial just because your favorite basketball team didn't pick the player that you wanted or make the moves that you wanted doesn't mean it gives you the liberty to be a jackass to people online or in person okay this is fun it's basketball it's a game We all have difference of opinions of what the Sacramento Kings should do. I know we're all tired of the Kings losing and we all want the Kings to win. We're all on the same side here. So if we could keep the conversation as cordial as possible, I really would appreciate it. Those of you who feel the need to lash out in your way i just i hope that eventually you're proven wrong not so i can rub it in your face but so that we can all celebrate the sacramento kings having a good team and i also wish you uh the best in your fandom truthfully i do thank you for all your support thank you for tuning in today can't wait to have you join me on the next episode of locked on kings until then my name is matt george you have been listening to the locked on kings podcast part of the locked on podcast network